Hello, everybody, and welcome back to season three, episode one of 20 Something's Failing at Nothing. We're back. It's 2023. It's 2023. We had a slightly quick exit out of season two, but you know, life happens, and we had to take a short take interlude. Short interlude, but we're back. We're back. And you know, there's no time like the present, so we're recording. And actually, 2023 is in with the bank because we're uh, nearly in Feb. Nearly in Feb, and we are record. We're pre-recording. Which is very unlike us. Mm-hmm. So here we are. How are you today, Megs? I'm good. We've taken <laughs> on being wholesome for 2023. We have. I mean, it's nearly Feb. We've only just started the wholesomeness. Yeah, we've done one wholesome thing. We did. We went to a... What did, What is it? They were saying it was an inland beach. I would say national park. With sand. With sand? With sand. It's bloody cold. But a great day. Very wholesome. It was. We took pod baby. Hangover free. Hangover free for the first time of 2023, I think. I have been hangover free. You've been hangover free. I haven't necessarily had bad hangovers, but I've been hungover. I've drunk too much. But I don't think that's what makes it not wholesome. I think what makes it not wholesome is when you're like debilitated. You know, when you're like. Sure. Like you you need to go to church the next day. I mean, I've, I've clicked on gym memberships about four times already. Have you? Yeah, I have. So and do you know what? It's not even the pressure. I don't know what it is. I, I just feel like I need to be doing something. Susceptible to the New Year's resolution pressure. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. I don't want to be, but I definitely am. And I just think like my... It's because you see everyone else doing it. Yeah. And there is so much on social media. And I wouldn't... So obviously, maybe I am a bit of a consumer person. Like, I'm consumed by it. Oh, my God. You're also... I feel like you are... Along with my mum and my sister, mm. a marketing person's dream. I am. Like, they've got you wrapped around their little fingers. Oh, they do. They do. And I think... You like know, JML. I, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want to be invested. But I feel like if I'm not doing something, am I doing anything? But actually, 2023 has only been here for, like, less than a month. And my God, it's been so busy. Mm-hmm. It's been so busy. Life has happened like ridiculousness. There's been so much going on. If I'm honest, I don't even know if I'd have time to go to a gym right now. And I know people are like, that's an excuse. Make time. Mm-hmm. No. And all I keep no. seeing is 75 hard again on my I feed. Know. And I, there's this girl that I followed, right? And I can't remember her name for the life of me. She's an American girl. She's lost like 100 pounds now. She's still on her journey. Wait. She's a nurse. So she's working like fucking 12 hour shifts. Yeah. And she still managed to do the 75 hard. But also, and like, I think, God, I am a bit lazy. I saw someone writing about 75 hard, like, there was loads of benefits, but she also said it, the one thing that made her realize is that it wasn't sustainable long term. That mm. it's not supposed to be because it's 75 days. No, but then it's kind of like, do you where are you, you go going from there? Yeah, which actually really fitting for today's topic. Really fitting. For I didn't even mean topic. to do that. Look, well, at, look at us go. You're a natural. <laughs> we are just you're podcasters. <laughs> And like a hundred other things. Yeah, there's so many things. <laughs> so, do you, would you like to introduce today's topic? Yeah, I don't know what we what we will call it. Yeah, but we'll find out. Mm-hmm. But I think the general thought process behind it is like, how much is too much? Like, yeah. Where is the line? Mm-hmm. And like the the example that I had that related to me is like being a vegetarian, mm-hmm. and then it's like. I, I try not to buy leather. I wouldn't say, like, I don't buy leather. Mm. But I say, like, I wouldn't go out of my way. Like, if there was a vegan option, I'd probably go for that. In terms of, right. like, say, DMs, they have, like, a normal option, a vegan mm-hmm. option. 
if I was going to buy new ones, I'd probably try and get vegan ones. Yeah. Just because, like, I can, so I will. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, do I get Ubers that have leather seats? Would I buy a car with leather seats? Do you know? Yeah. And then it's like, but you eat dairy, which is also a bad industry. Like, and it just spirals into this whole thing where, like, you can't really, like, live a normal life and do it. No. Unless that's your main focus and then everything else is, like, circle around that. But it's like it has to be all-consuming or nothing. Yeah. And that's, and like, and that's when, like, when is too much too much yeah like and i'm really guilty of it because it's like it's not just that it's like so many things it's like if you want to do something to help the environment it's mm-hmm. like the first thing you do is stop using a plastic straw yeah all did that about five years ago and then it's like everything you do has an impact on the environment mm-hmm. and then it's and then it's like well, what do i just stop doing everything and live in my house yeah. with solar panels and grow all my own veg like that's not plausible for everybody. No. And then it's like, take public transport. I've done how to get of, it. Yeah, you need to I'll struggle. be honest. I really, str- <laughs> I really struggle. Like, show me a bus timetable, say to me, get on the train here. I'm I'm nervous. I'm planning it a week in but advance. But the thing is, like, what you've got to understand is nobody does that. Everyone uses, like, City Mapper or some sort of... Again, still confuses me. Like, it'll say, like, get on bus H or yeah. 50... Go to bus stop H, number 53, and then you just get on it. Right. Like, it's almost as easy well, I'll as, try like, it. getting in your car and turning the key. I don't know if it is as it's easy almost. as that. Almost. The next step. But, like, avocados are bad for the environment, apparently. They're and like almonds. Ever. 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 <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, oh, you're a vegan, but you take loads of drugs, and drugs, growing drugs, kills everything. I don't know, like... You can't do anything without it having an impact. Like, yeah. That's kind of the world we live in. That's and that's also we live in a Western world, which I, is very much like we all. As much as you could be as eco as you like, in that sense, like if you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to be sustainable, I'm going to do this. But it is so hard when like you have to get to work and you have to use computers most of the time for work. Like it, wherever you go, wherever you like, turn, it's like you can't get away from it all the time. I think we're also quite shut off from like the reality of how we get the stuff that we get, where mm. it comes from, what the process is. I'd be honest, I'm I'm very ignorant to that. Like, like I wouldn't know I would do I haven't even looked into it. Tesco's and like, sure. you don't consider your food shopping past the point of what you pick up on the day in Tesco's. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like where was it grown? Was it ethical? How did it get here? Was yeah. it sustainable? Yeah. Like, and like, again like, that's not necessarily what I'm just talking about. Like, that's just an example of all of these things in my head that's like, where is the line? I think the problem is, is that it seems to be that even with the example earlier about the 75 hard, with what you're saying about like diet and lifestyle, there's so much guilt attached to all of these things. And that's where it's almost like, you know, when we almost guilt people into feeling like they need to do more or they need to do this or they Mm -hmm. need to do that. And then we kind of, it's like the 75 hard. You're like, I've got to do, I've got to like slam it for 75 days. And then it's like no one tells you where to go after. But in that, I remember when I've, like, especially with like diets and stuff, I've almost, when I was younger and did them, I can hear myself now being the Muppet that would (laughs) kind of preach it to other people. people. And in a way, guilt them into feeling bad about, not not intentionally, but I can imagine the things I was saying. We're all impressionable at that age. Mm -hmm. And it was around my peers. 
potentially guilting other people into feeling like they need to do it too because what they're doing isn't good enough yeah Yeah. and it also and you feel like if people are doing it with you then it makes it easier or like your way is best and i think so many people it's even like um i was having a conversation actually with someone i know recently who's a parent and we were talking in a group of people and she was saying there seems to be no right way to parent, but every wrong way to parent because everyone tells you their way is the best That's way. That's so true. And she's had multiple children, and she was like, even with this one, I'm still questioning my parenting because if I want, if I decide to gentle parent, am I am I gentle enough? Am I not disciplining them? Like she was almost like questioning herself, and she's been a parent for six years already, mm-hmm. has a couple of children, and is having another one, and it's like there's still no there's still no right way. But there's to do everyone it. telling you their way is the best way, so it's kind of like. How much is too much, I think, comes under the bracket of what suits your life. If it is, if it's detrimental to you, it's probably becoming too much. Yeah. If something, but we see, why do we do that? Like, something starts out as enjoyable, and we have to keep adding layers and layers until and layers to it until not. it becomes, like, almost ineffective. Yeah. And you end up regressing, and but that's where your guilt is attached to. Then, this is the bit that gets me the most about it, right, is that... Maybe I'm toxic. Oh, maybe it got... Oh, go on. Give it to me. It does seem to be the people that push it mm. that succeed at it to an extent. Like, if it is, yeah, like, 75 pounds, for example. I don't know why I'm literally saying that. Like, it's not no, because I want to do it. It's I'm not like, saying it. I just want to do it. Yeah. But, then but like, I want to do it so bad that I will never. <laughs> <laughs> that That's God. the truth. I want to do 75 so hard so much, I already feel how hard it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I'm just tired thinking about it. I've got bags under my eyes. But, like, the people that do actually do it and complete it, like, they do see results. And, like, the people, like, work with work stuff, like, you know, our generation, which people, again, we've discussed before, people think that, like, it's likely that we will end up being probably quite weak. Because Mm -hmm. we're the generation, a lot of our generation, not everybody, are in that mindset of, like, doing what you're paid to do. Mm. And... Yeah, like going above and beyond, but not to your detriment. Never mm-hmm. after your working hours, not on the weekend. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to be the first one in the office to be the best one in the office kind of yeah. thing. Work smart, not hard. All of this stuff that's, like, coming into play now. Um, find a job you love. Like, everything like that. But then, actually, when you look at the people that, again, predominantly we follow online, mm-hmm. the ones that are succeeding is, like, for example, Grace Beverly. Mm-hmm. She posts her timetable every day. Oh, okay. Like, so on her story, she'll post like her timed out day. Because people are asking, like, how do you fit it all in? Like, how mm. do you make this work? And she's got like a pro- productivity book and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she posts like what, how she blocks out her time in a day. Right. Which is amazing. Like when you look at it, it's amazing. Oh yeah. And you in... do fit in more when you plan out your day. You do fit in more. I think for yeah. me anyway. And she's got the workout. She's got the full eight hours sleep. She's got like the meals in there. The like CEO's phone calls, mm-hmm. socialising with friends, like the holidays, like she's got everything in there. But she is obviously like, it, it's very regimented in a way. Yeah, you have to be. And There's she a is successful. And then you look at that and you're like, hang on, everyone's telling me that the way forward is to like basically put yourself first to capture yourself. Mm. But then when you're looking at the people that are actually fucking smashing it, like her and Stephen Bartlett, and if I mention him one more time. But. But then there was the controversy, controversy, wasn't there, with the... And I'm a little bit obsessed with the Kardashians. I am. I'm consumed by them. But Kim, when the Kardashian women did their... 
event, did that like press thing and someone said like what's the secret to being successful and Kim Kardashian was like fucking work hard mm. like get up and work for it and like keep going and that was really con- I guess it's coming from her that became controversial however regardless of whatever she did do in her past she is really successful now yeah. and like kind of is smashing it but then again it's so hard when we're looking at these people like the people we've all the people we've just mentioned we don't see the work that went in before we see how they're living now and yeah. then they say work hard do this and we're like oh well it's all good and well you saying it yeah not that actually i think that i'm like go you like i do celebrate that but like that but that's kind of, your first thought is kind of like well yeah if i had that so bank account if i could him, do that yeah. if i could you know what i mean if, you, if all the hours in the day were how you wanted to spend them and it's not like that but that's how it feels to everyone who are the, well the consumers but then the thing is, like, we obviously watch their... It almost ruins your motivation. Yeah. 100%. But kind of builds it up, because you think, I want, you strive for that. But then, then I'm like, well, how? I don't want to do it. you think, like, that's unattainable. Like, no sure. Chance. And I feel, like, really busy. Do you no. know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not an unbusy person. I don't know how to block out my days. I'm trying to say yes to everything. Mm. That's when it's too much. <laughs> I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Well, my New Year's resolution this year is to not feel guilty, not feel guilty about saying no. Yeah. We, but that was in reference, was that in, when we've spoken about that, that's been in reference as well to social life. Yeah. Like knowing when, if you want to go home and you don't want to party after, but you'll go home work. and not party after. And but lot, I think work a is a big one, but I think socially we feel bad saying no. Yeah. But I think FOMO comes into that, but also the social bit should be the fun bit. So you want to say yes to all of those things, yeah, like, but like, why do you want to say no anyway? Sometimes and then you're just go. really fucking tired. Yeah. Like, recently I've become a morning person. This is a shock to some people. Shock to my family. They're yeah. like, Abby, I'm Are sorry. You Have you seen this time of day recently? Well, I get up sometimes half five, half five in the morning. I've become five a.m. club. So, not every day of the week, but I try and always get up before half seven, Monday to Friday. Yeah. I. This was a revelation to me the other day, right? Thursday. Got up at half five. Came, did a day's work. Came home, stuck in loads of traffic. But it was, it was a productive day. Was absolutely exhausted. Like, genuinely drained. And I thought, fuck, this is really like... I don't know if I like this feeling. Yeah. I feel like I've done a lot with my day, but I don't know if I like this feeling. Mm. I feel completely drained. But, fell asleep at half nine that night. And did not wake up nor move in bed until my alarm went off at 5.30 the next yeah, day. Yeah, that's amazing. I hadn't had a sleep that deep up years. How long was it? Half nine, half ten, eleven, twelve, one, two, three, four. Eight hours exactly. See, that's like most nights. <laughs> it was, But it was the most, like, because my body was so tired. You slept, like, fully. I woke up the next day, went into my mum and said to I can't believe how well I've slept. And she went, you slept like a log. I said, I slept like a log. <laughs> that is exactly the sentence. It, that was exactly how I felt. That's such a good My metaphor. alarm went off. My body was not ready to be awake. It could have slept for another two hours. Did you have work the next day? Li- yeah, I had to go yeah. for work. Yeah. But I felt great for it. And then had a really good day the next day at work. Because I was like, but I feel this, really well rested. But this is what people have... This is actually what they're promoing. But I, it's so hard when we have... When so all of us work in the daytime and the evenings are really the only time we get to spend together, and that tends to happen like after eight o'clock in the evening. Yeah. So then 
I don't want to miss out on that time because that time is really important to me and but I want like, to prioritize how can you go it. To that and then be in bed by nine thirty. I can't be in bed by nine thirty. Mm-hmm. We're still laughing. I'm still giggling, <laughs> informing you about my day. But then I think like it's about balance, isn't it? It's about doing it and not doing it all the time. Yeah. But then it's like the next day you're like, oh, I'm going to feel like shit tomorrow. By the time you've already preempted how you've bad the next day is going to be. Yeah, yeah. And I want, I want to, I want to romanticize it and be like, I want every day to be good. I want every day to be productive. I know it's unrealistic in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I don't know how. I, do, I honestly don't know how to find balance a lot of the time. Then I think this is like kind of the talking point, isn't it? Like, where is the line? Yeah. But then. But then the line only seems to come once the burnout's happened. And that's really tough. Because you don't want to get to that point. And it's hard to learn from it. Because then you rest and you go, oh, I feel okay now. Mm-hmm. Like, we spoke about that when we spoke about burnout before on the pod. It's like it happens and then it's done. And then you go back to the way that and you were. And do it all over again. It's almost like you keep unlearning. Do you, how often do you feel that you burn out? I burn out quite a lot. I burn do you out burn quite... out easily? Yes or no, I would say for me, I am a bit more of a mental burnout person. So it's not that I, like I work hard and I'm busy and, so, you know, sometimes I overdo work and or just like overdo life a Let little bit. Let you yourself up. Yeah, like socially, road, yeah. professionally. like Burn the candle at both ends. Um, yeah, that's that was the saying I was looking for. Uh, but for me, I'm such an overthinker. I worry, I overanalyze everything, I kind of over busy my I overcomplicate my life mm. I think that I've got to be here there and everywhere I worry about other people all the time so it's almost like I mentally burn myself out and so I feel that quite a lot and I have I haven't found that balance at all yet um but I think I'm quite good at saying no to certain things I'm quite good at knowing when I need to take a step back I'm quite happy to spend a night in if I need to mm-hmm. I don't feel bad about it anyway I used to yeah I think with I think if I want to go home from a night out, I'm going home. Like, I'm not too worried about that. I think with your time, you're pretty good. Yeah, definitely. I do struggle to say... I don't struggle to say no to you guys, like, my friends, because we know each other so well, and it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't struggle to say no to my... I struggle more to say no to my family, I think, but I don't struggle that much if I need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but professionally, really struggle to yeah. say no. And I, don't, it's, I think it's fear of, um, like, displeasing somebody or looking bad in their eyes or, like, you're not working hard enough. And also, like, when when it, there is a hierarchy... Of course. It feels like kind of the point in there being a hierarchy is so that you answer to that person or those yeah. people. And if you're not tired, you're not working hard enough. And I don't know where that came from. See, I had a conversation about this with someone the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, learned behaviour, I believe, mm-hmm. is that, like, unless you're exhausted, run off your feet, your inbox is full, Mm -hmm. and you've got 101 things to do, you're either not busy enough or you're not doing a good enough job. Yeah. I don't think that's true. Not one bit is true. I have in the past thought that was true, especially in different jobs. Oh, yeah. Like, way, way before. But I think it's, like, glamorised to be literally, like, run off your feet, when actually, like, it just, in my head now, I see it as either... We're resourcefully challenged, mm-hmm. so there's more work than there is people to deal with it. Yeah. Because I think if you're run off your feet, how are you supposed to fulfil that role adequately? Oh, 100%. How are you supposed to? But you're made to feel bad otherwise. Like, if someone you says to you, God, I'm so knackered, like, work's been so busy, and you go, oh, work's really good for me, I'm feeling really good at the minute, they go, oh, lucky for some, lucky for you. Yeah. Almost like you've done something wrong. Yeah, tell me about it. Sure, and, like, sometimes mm. work isn't that busy. 
But we kind of pretend like it is. Yeah. Sometimes it is. A lot of the time it is. And people go, what Sometimes are you doing today? Not. And you're like, oh, and this, 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 this. Yeah, we, pa- we almost no. like trip over ourselves. Yeah. And it's like, we have to create this like fiction that like we're doing too much and we're doing this and but we're I doing that. I think at like 25, mm. 25 years old, I am too. My, my stance on it is that like, if I'm, some days I'm busy, some days I'm less busy. Mm. If you're not busy and you've got, like, I don't know, you've got two or three things to do. Yeah. I'm like, one, you can focus on doing those two or three things really well. Yep. You can upskill in yep. that time. You can shadow. You can have a call with someone where they can talk to you about the stuff that they do that you yep. don't know about yet. Like, just because you're not end-to-end completely busy that day, it doesn't mean that that day can't bring benefit to oh, you. Oh, definitely. Because I'm like, if you spend those days that you're not that busy learning about different softwares or different things that people do in the business or just like market research, like looking at what other people like that do the same thing as you were doing in their businesses, mm-hmm. like what are they posting online and stuff. Mm-hmm. The time will come when that will be useful information and that will be what makes you better at your job. Yeah. Like an element of what makes you better at your job. Mm-hmm. So I think like there's a massively like over glamorized element to like being this like hectic chaotic mm-hmm. ceo vibe thing but i think it's one film and two social media that i mean made social media is like, a whole other ball game isn't it made it like this really cool thing but then like, i feel like social media has been cut down the middle now and there has this half of it that of people that are like my work supports the fun part of my life yeah do you know what I mean so like these nomad workers that are like travelling and working in cafes oh my god the dream or Emily in Paris Emily in Paris the French but then work to live the Americans live to work but then I'm not saying that's true it's just from Emily in Paris I it's I definitely and I've romanticised it and I want to move to Paris I have a friend that does marketing Mm. and the general consensus from people that work in marketing, mm-hmm. albeit they do actually love the programme because everyone loves the programme, but the general consensus is that Emily in Paris has created a version of reality that is fiction. Oh, 100%. Like, but isn't that, all, isn't that all films anyway? Sure, but I think like her, because it's such a like the heavy topic of marketing in the programme, like it's like the yeah. main element of the whole programme. Yeah. And it's nothing like how it's portrayed on No, that. no. So I think that's it. Interesting. But I mean, I love it. Oh, I love it. I, I, honestly. Who do you like better? Gabrielle or... I haven't met him. Okay. So, Gabrielle. We'll just currently. Do you like Gabrielle? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I like Gabrielle. He's a little bit gorgeous. He... And I can't wait to move into my, like, shabby, chic, run-down apartment. Yeah, that and looks be like, so stunning. Bonsoir, can I please use your Don's Le Shower? Because mine's <laughs> just sweet broken. Yeah, but... In my... <laughs> can you tell I took French from the age of 7 to 16? And he'll be like, we come inside. Yes, but rundown apartment in Paris yeah. or slash Emily in Paris yeah. versus rundown apartment in London. Completely different. Well, I wouldn't speak French to someone in London. No, but in London... That'd be ridiculous. They London, say, what are you doing? Like, you're a mental person. The middle of nowhere, you've got like animals and mould. Yeah, Emily true. in Paris, you've got like the cutest apartment that's going to be rundown, but like would love to live there. Yeah, and she wears like... Like kind of weird outfits actually I wouldn't wear them but every day like how does she 
When's she ironing these things? And her Perfect Instagram plates. following is just like going up and up and up. <laughs> Can relate. <laughs> <laughs> we keep going back. That is us. <laughs> it's okay. It'll happen. We'll have a boom soon. I'm sure about it. Um, but as well as like jobs and stuff with how much is too much. Mm. Um, I would also say that something that I've noticed about myself Ooh, with the how much is too much, um, how much is too much time I'm spending on my phone equals I'm spending too much time on my phone. I am so addicted to my phone. It's not okay. Are we going to combat it this year? Do, I mean, do you know, I really want to. And too. I didn't think it was an issue. Turns out it's an issue. Mm. Like I am on my phone a lot of the time. I'm quite good. Like socially we had a meeting yesterday because we do that now um pod meeting pod meeting to kind of like plan out our next couple of months and stuff and we, we don't go on our phones we'll just sit no. and chat when we we're all together phones. when we have tea we're not on our phones we used our phones for our calendars really we weren't really on our phones today like when it's not that it's in the downtime i am spending hours yeah scrolling scrolling yeah mindlessly scrolling getting like, small dopamine home. hits of other people's lives i'll go home tonight and i'll scroll 100 percent. and i'll tell you i'll read my kindle like fuck am i reading my kindle i'm not okay so how we we need to combat it well i don't know how to feel the same fulfillment that i get out of my fat like out of scrolling on tiktok i know and i know i know i've got a tip Go on. I'm not doing it, but I've got a tip for you. <laughs> give us, give us, give the people a tip. So I saw this guy on TikTok. Right, yeah, okay, strong so start. Stop us scrolling on the place where we're scrolling. Yeah. Um, he said it was going. It was on a podcast. Actually. Mm-hmm. But I watched it on TikTok. This is the other thing. How much of a podcast do you watch on TikTok? Why don't you just listen to podcasts? Go for a oh walk. Oh my god, I can't even. Do, like I know. I used to watch DVDs. I, I used to watch. Hour and a half, two hour long films. films. And then someone goes, watch Emily in Paris. It's only half an hour episodes. Like, that's a long fucking time. Mm. It's only half an hour episodes. Yeah. My, maybe my attention span can, can sit through that. It. That's so bad. That's so bad when you think I about know. it. Right, so this guy, he says, if you're going to use your phone in your bedroom, mm. you need to be stood up. No. <laughs> that's a terrible tip. That's amazing. No, it's not. Yeah. What about when I'm laying down? No, you can't use it. So this is what do I do? Not go on your phone when you're laying down. And do what? Read a book. It's not the same. No, I know, but it's a terrible tip. I think that's a good tip. When you're in your bedroom, on your phone, stand up. So like when you're going to bed at night, right? If you need to go on your phone, if you want to go on your phone, if you want to look through, you have to stand up. Yeah. No, because I go to my bedroom to wind down. Yeah, and I don't stand up. I stand up to put on my moisturiser, take my vitamins, and I'm laying down. Yes. I'm, I can't scroll on my no. phone with moisturising hands. No, the point is, is that it's an inconvenience. <laughs> yeah, it is, so I'll lay down. <laughs> I think that's a lose-lose. I get the, the point, point. Yeah. but it's like today... Arrogant right I'm totally stupid. <laughs> I saw a video today, and this woman... It was it literally came from my, on my uh, TikTok's um, FYP, and it was like... Do you, what was it? If you feel the need to vape or smoke a cigarette, instead of that, take in three sharp breaths. Who's that working for? Who's the... <laughs> like, if you're addicted to something like that, you're not just going to go, do you know, I'm not going to have the cigarette, I'm not going to have the vape. I'm going to take in three sharp breaths. Yeah, yeah. Like, and with the weather we've had at the minute, all we're doing is sharp breaths. <laughs> it's Baltic. And I was just like, what a bizarre... And this thing's got like 300,000 likes. 
And we've still got 299 Do you know what I mean? I just can't get it. Well, we've heard through the grapevine that not everyone needs a podcast, but yeah, here we are still doing it, so... Do you know what, though? Not everyone, but we do. But we we enjoy it. Like, it's... I love it. It's what a cool little hobby. We're back. We're so back. I don't know why I'm like... We're back. (laughs) We're recording ourselves today on two different cameras, and do you keep looking at yourself? Because I do. Yeah. And I look like a mole. We're trying to upscale. Upscaling. We're upscaling oh, because upscaling. you know we've got to we've got to progress. Twenty twenty three is the year. Uh, the year. I really want to become like a powerful manifester like Oprah Winfrey. I think I, I've got lucky girl syndrome. You do. Our guy friends kind of hate you for saying that. I know. I no. It's because they were buying into it mm. when I was explaining the whole thing. Right. But then I went on to say that there was science behind it. Right. And that's when I lost them. Right. Well, mm. there some of their science is questionable. We've learned. Yeah. Which we will talk about yeah. in other episodes, actually, because it's actually quite shocking. Boy science. Boy, boy science is a whole new... Genre of science. It's weird. It's a separate GCSE. Yeah, it's <laughs> one that you can't put on a piece of paper. No. no. It's like when fact becomes... A, when thought becomes fact, and you just think, that is not real. Um, should we reflect? Is that your way of saying, should we take a break? I think so. She just cuts me off a lot, but yeah, fine. Fair <laughs> Guess I'll see you after the break, guys. <laughs> see you after the break. Talk to you after the break. <laughs> we are back, everybody. We've reflected not a lot, to be fair. Not that much. We actually just chatted. Yeah. Current affairs. <laughs> <laughs> Making us sound possibly more intelligent yeah. than we are. <laughs> We're so intelligent. Current affairs being our lives. Lives. Um, so how much is too much? I want to talk about how much is too much in relationships. Okay. Because I think this is also a really big thing. Like work-life balance. We've spoken about work. Life balance is really hard. Like how many times does it happen? I've done this. We've all done this. Where you get into a relationship or you start a relationship. Yeah. Whether that's like committed or not. Mm -hmm. And it becomes all-consuming. And you feel that other things lack. Whether that's like friendships, whether that's work. What's happened? You got an itch here? <laughs> no, continue. <laughs> you look fantastic right now. <laughs> um, and I don't know, because when something's like really exciting, and I think this is the start of anything that's like, when's too much, too much. Yeah. Whether that's like a new job, you throw yourself into it. Yeah, Whether it's a new diet, you throw yourself into you it. You can tell when someone's new at work, can't you? Yeah, always. Not just like, attitude-wise. Yeah, yeah. And then... It's the same with a relationship. You throw yourself into it. And then it, it almost seems like something becomes too much when it becomes to the detriment of other things in your life too. Not even just yourself, but when other things have to suffer for that thing to succeed. And that's the bit I think I struggle with, with longevity and anything I start. Yeah, so it's not like, it's not knowing what to compromise and what not to compromise. No, because I don't actually want to compromise anything. Well, but naturally I feel that I seem to do that. Yeah. And I don't... But then I think there's... Oh, I don't know. When when your life is just you that you're worrying about, mm. which it never is, but I mean, like, if you're not with someone, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that, I wouldn't, there is a lot of expectation. I personally don't have any expectation of anybody to compromise anything that's important to them. Mm-hmm. Any of their hobbies, their career, their life with their families, like, anything like that. Any yeah. traditions that they might have. Yeah. But I would say that there is an expectation to compromise your time. Yeah. 
Because you do fit another whole person. Absolutely. And people have said that to me. Like, people I've started talking to or dated, they're like, well, how have you got any time? You're so busy. And it's true. Because I, I think things are a priority. Like, my friendships are a priority. Yeah. Family time is a priority. My family live in two very different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. So I'm traveling a lot. Yeah. And like, like that's like maintaining another relationship in itself because yeah. you have to travel the distance. And it's hard as well when you become an adult because it almost seems like well, why do you need to go and see these people? Not not that, but so many of like a lot of people say like when you get older your you friendships Yeah, like your friendships will suffer, like maybe you'll become like less close to your friends. Um you you want to become kind of independent of your family in a sense because you're an adult, like you want to live on your own and you want to do all of these things. Yeah. I don't do any of that. Yeah, I was gonna say like I feel even though I don't live independently from my family right now Mm -hmm. i feel so much more inclined to like maintain those relationships and work on them if anything oh my god yeah but then and and they're not they're not strained yeah i mean i'm not even coming from a point of like i need to make improvements to those relationships i just think as an adult Mm -hmm. now when i look at my relationships with my family i see like so much more of like the sacrifices that were made and yeah. like the time and like the, this whole thing of juggling life mm-hmm. without kids yeah is crazy and i'm like shit you guys did that but like we're only getting to the point now in the last like five years where that wasn't part of something that they have to mm-hmm. do i mean of course they still make time for you of course they still compromise with you like of daily course. but it's like what your parents go through mm-hmm. a parent not your parents like what a parent goes through mm-hmm. to raise a child or children yeah i think i recognize it now and that's probably part of the reason why i feel so like i'm so prepared to like make like make an effort for those relationships mm-hmm. and find the time to be but there's like in the same place at the same time because to be honest like that's most of the problem with all of these things the friendships the the work relationships like mm-hmm. the boyfriends and girlfriends the family stuff like predominantly it's being in the same place at the same time yeah tricky but again it's like there's guilt 100%. and the same thing with anything whether it's work whether it's lifestyle change whether it's relationship change the start is always the like go 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 bit and then things regress slightly because it becomes normal or because it becomes routine whatever and you go, oh, hold on, no, but I missed this other thing that I used to do, and I missed that. And then that new exciting thing almost feels like it, that has to suffer slightly. Mm. And then it's like we hit a rocky patch. But then I it's think so it's hard. Like... Everything feels like it's going to hit a make or break, at and that's point. really scary. Like that's the bit I really don't enjoy. But I think like with relationships, mm-hmm. it's obviously initially like it's very exciting, mm-hmm. and there's lots of stuff to do. Like there's dinner dates and there's there's first for mm. everything like when you first start something new and i think that the reality is again in my opinion yeah you get to a point where you realize it's not going anywhere you're not proving anything anymore mm-hmm. like you're together you've been together for a while mm-hmm. and it's like naturally when you're not worried about necessarily losing something or it going sour or fizzling out and that that bit's kind of you pass that bit, you kind of know that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, I can cancel that and do this because I can see them tomorrow. I can see them yeah. the next day. Like, they're still going to be there. Yeah. And I think it's when you get that, like, complacency and reliance where you think, like, I could do anything and they're still going to be there. Mm. You kind of want it to be that's security mm. in terms of, like, you know that you're both going to work for it. But 
you'd like you said you don't want to be that complacency that you just go well I can do whatever I want because they're going to be there and they're just going to stick yeah. around yeah but then like how much is too much it's so interesting because I saw something on I think it was the girls bathroom podcast mm-hmm. they have like people write in because obviously people actually listen to that podcast <laughs> What do you mean? People listen to us. <laughs> also, we're sat in our lounge. <laughs> but they were reading a story of someone that got, that wrote in, and like in black and white, it was her. She wasn't in her boyfriend's five-year plan. Oh. But she invasively discovered his five-year plan by like looking. Do people genuinely make five-year people plans? People write them down. I've never. Have you? But. No, I, I can't do the five-year plan thing. No, I can't. I make, like, a week in advance plan. No, I, I have an idea of, like, goals, for sure. I mean, yeah, but I don't feel like my goals are niche in that sense. I feel like my long-term plan goals are, like, what everyone else wants. Yeah, I think when people are, like, super career-driven yeah. in, like, the corporate world, mm-hmm. it can be very black and white as, as the steps you need to take to get where you want to be. Yeah, you know my thing I mean? is like, like how yeah, can you make a five year plan when you don't know where you're going to be in five years? No, uh, no, but I think it's more the fact that they know where they want to be. Yeah. And so then they look at the black and white steps to get there. But I think in alternative careers, mm. alternative is probably not the right word, but just not so straight and narrow, mm. it's quite hard to like, for example, like goals with the pod mm. would be like to get this many listeners or to get this many followers. Yeah. It's not that linear, especially when you're doing it on your own without any help, like not knowledge, yeah, like yeah. without somebody who's like experienced that field. Mm-hmm. We're just like, hopefully, if we post five times a week, we might reach more <laughs> yeah. Like someone will stumble across our page, yeah. Like, but people that know what they're doing, there's mm-hmm. like a strategy there, yeah. People that are following, then they, it's like a research based thing, isn't it? Yeah. And so I think like when you're climbing a corporate ladder, mm-hmm. it's. You look at the person above you. Do you want to be that person? Yeah. Yeah, I want to. I want to have had that promotion in five years. Okay, what did they do to get there? Yeah. What What do I need to do? Like, okay, they did it ten years ago. Doing it this time means I have to do this, that, and the other. But we also, I mean? we also like that's the thing I think I struggle with, even in the corporate world, even in and I'm not in the corporate world, never have been, and probably never will be actually, but. We look at we look at other people, and we do this in, in, in our industries too. We look at other people and we go, this is where we want to be, yeah, right? But I'm only looking at one aspect of their life. I'm looking at what they did to get to where they are professionally. Mm-hmm. Or I look at someone's, like, you look at influencers' personal lives and you go, oh, my God, like, them and their husband and their kids. Like, I want to be like that. And then they met in this way and they do this. And they have date night once a week. And you think, well, okay, well, I'm going to do that. But I'm only, again, focusing on one aspect of their life because I don't know anything else. Yeah. And it's like I'm striving for one, not even, like, one tunnel vision part of their existence and going, well, if I do this, 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 and this, I haven't factored in my friends, my family dynamic, my own mental health, my own physical health, like, my bank account. Like, I haven't put any of that into play. Some people have, like, there's a girl that I follow, a girl, she's a fully grown adult woman, on Instagram, I think she's called Tara Maynard. I know she's called Tara, but I'm not totally sure mm-hmm. her name. And she does this like really colourful, like out there outfit in spoken. Like she's stunning and she always looks amazing. Mm. And she's got two boys and a husband slash boyfriend. I'm not sure, but like she had her kids super super young. Mm. Well, no, not super super young, just young. Mm. And so now she's like in her 30s. She looks amazing. She has these two like 
they're not teenage boys, but you know what I mean? Like that sort of age. They're like older, they're not babies. Mm-hmm. And this husband and she has this clothing brand and her kids wear super cool matching outfits. They go on these holidays and they look great. Mm. And I'm sure they are great. I'm sure their life is wonderful. And like her career's social media, which she's obviously like grown a platform mm-hmm. over years. But she still dealt with having two children at a, a young age, like yeah. There was all of that before she had the picture perfect we don't family, see which you the can hard sell. Bit. Yeah, people can put sell, a post on Instagram. I don't mean though. that how that sounded. Like, I don't mean super cool family that you can sell, but I mean like they they have this aesthetic yeah. that people envy, and I'm I'm sure there's like every reason to envy it. But I'm sure if you actually asked her, she'd probably say, yeah, okay. But I was at one point I was twenty years old, not a social mm-hmm. media influencer, and brought up two kids. Yeah, but even if someone tells you that, you still don't see it. No, and that's the hard bit. Like. Oh. We're striving for the the success. We're not striving for what take what it takes to get there. Yeah. Because like, I can't lie. Like it's daunting when you look at people and you think, oh, okay, well they did this and they slogged it and like they never took no as an answer and this that and the other. And you're like, I can, I want to do that. Yeah. And then the reality is, is doing that is scary. And like it takes us like two months to pluck up the courage to message someone that may or may not reply. Yeah. Generally, they're not going to reply. Oh, most of the time they don't. No. But we still do it, I guess. But then it's kind of funny. There's no consequence to that. I think that's the reality. I don't like yeah. consequences, yeah. you know. I really don't. They make me nervous. I don't think anyone likes consequences. No, but some people are like, oh, fuck it. If there's a consequence... Yeah, what I, am, I swear head to- You haven't sworn once, weird. I swear head today. But if there's no consequence, you're like, we'll just do it anyway. What's yeah. the worst that's going to happen? They're just going to say no. Mm-hmm. It's not really a consequence. It's just, okay, whatever. But when, like, with other things, if you go don't care i'm just gonna do what i want well that could be like you're not getting paid next month yeah or like you lose your job yeah, yeah or yeah. like you're that might that friendship might never come back and it's tough i think like when what i've realized about working because mm-hmm. in all fairness we've not been doing it for all that long no, we're literally 25 26 yeah like, we really haven't but one thing i've definitely realized is like especially if you stick around in the same industry, mm. it's a small one. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Like you mm. could literally be working on like feature films. Yeah. It's a small industry. Mm-hmm. Like, your reputation is important because word travels fast. Oh, God, yeah. Like, I already have known people missing out on opportunities because of decisions they made in a completely different place. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So I've never really mm. been exposed to that, I don't think. But I think, again, that's like a more corporate way of working. Yeah. Yeah, I've and never really like, had yeah. that. Yeah. And obviously, like, it's as simple as, which is like, I personally love LinkedIn. I think there's a lot never of used really weird things about it. Like, everything has turned into like this a dramatised version. Mm-hmm. But it is really interesting. There's a lot to be said for it. But all it takes is a LinkedIn search to be able to see who people who you know who have worked with that person before. So like God. if you search my pro if you search my profile on LinkedIn, yeah. we could have like twenty five connections in common. Right. And you would be interviewing me, not knowing me, mm-hmm. but you would know that we have Catherine in common. It's online data. So that but you could ask Catherine, if Catherine's a friend of yours, you can ask Catherine like, what's the story with Meg, like I've seen that you worked together for? <gasps> LinkedIn is wild. So it's not the most professional thing in the world to do that. Like, I used it I mean? once to find out if a guy I was dating was telling me the truth about his job. He wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> One of my friends. And then someone told me after they were like, you know, 
<laughs> it was after we ended, and they were like, you know, you they can, you see. can see if you like, you viewed their profile. If you're, not, if you're not logged in, they can't. I was logged in. Oh. I wouldn't know how to do it. I'm logged in, and I looked up his profile. One of my friends. But he definitely didn't know. Job he said on his LinkedIn either. That was a shit. She searched all of her ex-boyfriends to see what they were doing for work now, and didn't <laughs> know that they could see. So she searched about five different people. See, I've never had like an official boyfriend. So if I was doing, that, like, why is this girl <laughs> who I dated <laughs> checking? Do you know what, though? I had this conversation with someone at work the other day. We're all a bit stalkery. The world is. Like, I will talk to someone new on a dating app, mm. and I'll try and find their Instagram. No, of course. Or, like, thinking? someone follows you. I'm stalking through their Instagram. I tried to find the Instagram of some... Oh when God. you accidentally like an old picture. No, oh, worse. It is completely hideous. I tried to find the Instagram of someone's colleague's girlfriend. Right. So, like, I don't even know the colleague, let alone their girlfriend. Right. But I've just heard so many stories. I was like, I just need to put a face to the name. Yeah. So inappropriate. It's so bizarre. This Why do we pa- do that, though? Why do we is... need to know more about someone's life than just them telling us well, their like, name? This is what my parents say all the time. They're like, why Why would you want people knowing that about you? Yeah. Like, like why, my why mum doesn't have social media. Mine. Like, she doesn't have Facebook. She has nothing. Never has. She never uses her phone. Like, literally nothing. She didn't actually get a phone until <laughs> I was 12. That's so weird. Yeah, I know. She just never used one. And um, whereas my dad is my dad's on social media. My dad and my stepmom both on social media, both very like, quite tech savvy. But my mum and my stepdad, honest, my stepdad just got an email a year ago. So like very, very different. That's like ancient. Yeah, but they, they look at like, sometimes I'll show them Instagram because I'm just showing them pictures or like, Someone that they used to know, or whatever, because they're like, "Oh my god, can you like search up this person that I went to school with?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course. Like, you can just find anyone." It's so bad, though. Isn't it? Yeah, like, but then they're like, "Why does everyone stop loading pictures of their fucking food?" Like, my stepdad said the other day, he was like, "Why would I want to get Instagram? Well, it's just people uploading pictures of their dinner." He was like, "I don't want to care what anyone's eating." For pretty dinner. much my full time job. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what the weird thing is? It's like I get what he's saying, but I am so invested Invested. in what someone's having for dinner. No, like, why do I want to know what shaped ice is that you put in your iced coffee or do you drink iced coffee? There is a person that I follow on TikTok. I'm Rachel Paul. No, she's called Cy Loves Frogs, right? Does she love frogs? She loves frogs. But she's super cool. And her whole TikTok started from her during the lockdown. Oh, God. God, nothing changes in season three, does it? TikTok and the lockdowns. Um... (laughs) Doing her, because she was kind of in a bit of like a low place, just being like, make a morning cup of coffee with me. But she oh, does like this. oat milk teddy bears. I think I've made you watch her before. She does like oat milk teddy bear ice cubes. And then she just fills it, does like a matcha latte. Like she does, and it's all like her own thing. She doesn't go and get coffee. She makes it all herself. Yeah. It is the most wonderfully calming thing to, to watch. watch. Mm. Why is that so calming? Because I show my mum that, and she's like, "What the hell? What is wrong mm. with you? And you're not buying another ice cube tray, like enough? Yeah. Do you know what <laughs> my I mean?" My sister did buy, <laughs> did buy an ice cube it tray. It is so weird, but I cannot get enough of it. And then I want to know. It's like I watch a film. I will go and research everyone yeah. in that film and what they're doing and why they're doing. It. I've done that since I was young, actually. Yeah, me too. But like before Instagram, and it's like I, it's IMDb. I just love it. IMDb, what, like, every single thing that they've it. ever worked on in their life. Yeah. Uh, okay, M- my question is, Yeah. what do you think that you do mm. that's, like, you've taken too far? 
Like your how much is too much? Oh, always wanting to. I've, I'm quite naturally that type of a obsessive. Yeah, I am. I think I've got quite an addictive you like nature. Addicted to something. I, very quickly, I'll become addicted to things. And I remember, I was thinking about this earlier actually. Laying in my bed on my phone. Oh, crazy. <laughs> I was laying down on my phone, God forbid. Right? Stand up, yeah, Stand up next time. So I have done this since a child mm-hmm. where I would see a film. And I would watch that film every single day. And right. I'd, to the point where I would learn it in another language. So I'd learn all the words, obviously in English. And then I'd learn it in another language. So weird. And I would do it. Did you until know what you the, were saying? Yeah, yeah, because I knew the whole film. Anyway. English, yeah, yeah. And I so would funny. do it all the time. And my, my parents just kind of let me do all these like weird things. <laughs> just like, okay, it's just Abby. Well, she just likes this film. She just likes this film. Mm, so much, she needs to know the phrase. And I would do it with a song. And my older brother, I don't know if my younger brother does this. My older brother does. Like, he travels to work a lot, and he said the other day, like, he was driving for an hour and he listened to the same song on repeat. And I do the same thing. Yeah, I do that too. And I will listen and listen and listen to the point that I almost become, I loathe it. Yeah. So I'm quite a too much person all the time. I so am maybe quite obsessive. your New Year's resolution. Why am I so. I'm obsessed but with New Year's resolution. I don't know how to stop that because I think naturally I'm quite addictive to things. Do you think it's unhealthy? Yeah, it can be. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I used to become, like, obsessed with. I was obsessed with Paolo Nettini. I don't want to admit that in case I ever marry him. Because I still kind of love him. But I used to be obsessed. Like, I used to really want to watch. And this was... I was young. I was like 12, 13. So I didn't... I had... Well, I had a Blackberry that... Oh, no, I didn't. I had an LG cookie. Who else had one of those? With the different colour keys. Oh, <laughs> God, it was amazing. Um, so I had a laptop. And I would watch all of these videos of Paolo Nettini. I wanted to, like watch every live performance and learn every lyric to every song and I would download it all on off of my Apple Music and like all of these different on my iPod and all of these different things and I was very addictive I do the same thing with food I become quite obsessed with a certain food and I will eat it and eat it and eat it until the point where I literally just can't stand it yeah so I so it's almost like I've got that ingrained in myself that even if I become obsessed with something or I start something that I find really exciting at some point I'm going to lose the love for it and maybe that's why I worry about the regression side of things. Of like relationships. What relationships, that. not necessarily jobs, because I'm quite, I don't, I'm not really, I just, I work through that, like I, because I love what I do. I also think you change like. But I've changed my jobs a lot. Yeah. And it's not like you change completely to a different field all the time, but I think you change your like job enough that your way of working is different. Yeah. So maybe that's why you don't get so like. Definitely. And I'm more aware now as I'm an adult, 26. So I'm not as bad as I used to be. I think when you're a teenager, you don't really have control over a lot of things that you're thinking and feeling. So I would kind of immerse myself into these mm. almost obsessive tendencies. Um, but now that I'm older, I recognise it. But I definitely am quite an addictive person. There are some people that are so disciplined and so like know when to stop, know when to shut it off and can stick to their to-do lists. I'm quite erratic. Maybe I'm just quite an erratic person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I can become aware of it and consciously do things but then I feel that I burn out quite easily from that because I'm overthinking not doing the thing that I really want to do all the time yeah so yeah basically I really struggle with it that's so interesting but it's even like drinking culture like this weekend we decided to have a weekend of chilling because recently we've well we've been going out every weekend for as long as I can remember but it's almost like how much is too much we needed a weekend off we don't drink in the week none of us do like we're very much like we're very cup of tea people but it gets to a Saturday night, and the natural thing to then do is to live for the Saturday night. Yeah. And then I find, like, Saturday day, Sunday day, I do nothing. Mm. Whereas now I feel really fulfilled this weekend. I just feel really good on a Sunday. No Sunday scaries, which feels really nice. Yeah. 
I'm not really like, I had a drink last night. Yeah, I had I had one last night, but like it was still like nine nine o'clock wake up call, and we all got ready and yeah. went out like to the just beach, had a lovely yeah. time. The beach. <laughs> but then a part of me is like, that was so lovely, but I don't want to do that every weekend. I still want to be able to go out and do the things we normally do. Yeah, but this is the thing, you don't have to not do it. No, but it's almost like, I can't have that in between. I'm not very neutral. I'm not very neutral with my moods either, to be fair. Am I? I mean, last night was a hyper mess. What was wrong with it? I couldn't stop. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything I'm like, naturally. I was going to say, I think I'm probably everything, pretty much everything as well. Yeah, I think you are. Like, I'm quite... Um, I don't think I know where the line is. No. I also don't know where the line is, at, like, just generally with talking, which is a small, small issue. <laughs> Outspoken. <laughs> no, yeah. like, we were working the other day and with someone I've not worked with before, and it was early in the morning, everyone was miserable, mm. including that person. And I was like, right, there's no music playing, no one's talking, like, I'm going to have to talk for 45 minutes straight. And I talked, I talked, I talked. To the point where, like, I knew I was being annoying and obnoxious. Do you know what I mean? I, it was too much. Yeah. I knew how much was too much and I carried on. Words can't stop. To the point where I was like, ice buns are just hot dogs with icing on. Like, he's a chef, okay? So he was what? like, you're not That so... was the sentence she came out with? Yeah. Like, no, I was saying, like, isn't it weird that my dad used to give me ice buns? And I just think, now I look at it and I'm like, it's a hot dog roll with icing on top. It's I, weird. You've ruined it for me. I love an ice bun. So I was like, that's a weird thing. And he was like, I think you're underselling the ice bun. He stop, knows a lot more about talking. And then I was like, oh no, maybe I've got a hot water tap. I'd like a sparkling water tap. Not because I like sparkling water, I'd like to offer it to someone if they came over. I went on and on and on. <laughs> and it was like, and to the point where he was like, I've never learned more about a person <laughs> in 45 minutes <laughs> in my life. It is And mad. I was like, well, do you know what? If one of you had said something interesting, maybe we would learn something about you as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that I like. I mean, me but and that you was too t- much. Yeah, but me and you together can be too much. We, it was if so we much. get on a tangent, everyone else exit the room. We t- we are bad for it. I know, but that's why it's obnoxious, and that's why we've got podcasts. It is because we have to vent somewhere. I think we our, have, our like, friends are brilliant, very patient with us, very patient. But they must think, shut the fuck up. Sometimes I never think it about you, and I hope you never think it about. No, we do actually. We tell each other all the time. I lied. That was a lie. <laughs> that was a big fat lie. We do all the time. But I am the same, like. Um, 1975, for example, at the minute, so obsessed, listen to every song, know every fact. Watch, you are really obsessed, actually. Watch every interview, like, talk, reference everything. Same with, like, friends. Yeah. Everything has a suitable friend reference. Mm-hmm. No oh, I'm saying, every, everything I say has a film quote attached yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, calm down. Yeah, because not everyone is like that. No, but that's what I don't think I've realised because of who I surround myself with. Mm. You guys have set me up for failure to think that like this is the way that the rest of the world lives in its No, not. we're lucky to have found our tribe. Okay. We've found our people here, you know? So we don't need, maybe this is something we should work on a little bit. Oh, yeah. Finding the line, knowing where the line is. The line is a dot to us. The line Look, is... there, friends reference. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Be quiet. But, yeah, this is, this is what I wanted to know. This is where the topic, how much is too much, came from in my head. Mm. I think I struggle to know when to stop. Yeah. With a lot of things. A lot of things I don't. I can be quite... So much, I don't even know the word for it. Not, like, structured, but... Disciplined. You're very I disciplined. I suppose I can be quite disciplined, yeah. But then that can be too much. Yeah. But oh, this it's is my issue. Like, there's too much of everything. That's an option for everything. But that's because we have so many fucking options. 
you know what I mean? Like the world we live in, there's so many bloody options, like there's so many things. It's been 57 minutes I and I don't feel like I've resolved anything. We've resolved nothing. So, okay, let's do three things yeah. that we can do yeah. to stop us from taking it too far. Keep each other accountable. Okay. Because I think sometimes you need outer perspective because you, you get in your own well, head like, too much. I got humbled really quickly when that when I was told God, you've got to shut up for 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I bet you were. So maybe we could call each other. I mean, and yeah, the we do call each other. That out. should probably be sorry and not. Well, if you'd have said something interesting, I would have shut up. No, I think that's quite funny. <laughs> I think that's good. I would laugh so much. I love it when you say shit like that. Because it makes, it feel, like, it it makes me feel like comfortable and excited all at the same time. It wasn't quite that direct. Like, no. it's just so. I love it. But yeah, we could hold each other accountable. Um, maybe because we don't know when, enough, when it's too much, we just have to implement breaks, whether it's too much yet or not. Wait, what, so like every half an hour we take five minutes? No, 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 like, so say... I go down No, but it's like, okay, so say today we had a really wholesome weekend. Yeah. We should book in the next one, even if yeah. we're not, like, yeah. stressed yeah. or doing too much. It's just there. But it's like in three weeks' time we would have been out three weekends in a row. Maybe we should have a weekend where we go back to the beach. Maybe we should. Water therapy? No, that's too niche. You've got to start with the water therapy. You I just don't. stared at the water for like a good three minutes. And I don't know where that came from. It was interesting. No, someone told me, didn't they? And then I was they like, did. I'll leave them. <laughs> I love water. <laughs> Took it for five. Gospel. <laughs> but yeah, do that. So hold each other accountable. Consciously take breaks. Okay. And, I don't know. What would be a third? Think before you speak. I do. More than you. Yeah, but then you still carry on. <laughs> yeah, but I think about what I'm saying. No, I you think about if you're going to offend someone or not before you say it. You should do that more. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love that you don't. I love the things you come out with. I don't think I've ever permanently offended someone. No, you never. You just say shit. You just say it. And the thing is, like, I love it. I would love to yes, be. Yes, I know, but you're. You are conscious. I'm, I'm not sitting here saying, like, you just say whatever you think and offend everyone. Not that at all. But you, you can just come out with things sometimes, and it, I don't know where it's and going. Everyone just goes, it shocks me. But then the reason we compliment each other is because then I can pick up the pick. Yeah, I can rescue. But so what? Do you just support me and I do nothing to you? Is that what you're saying? It's weird that you took it there. <laughs> it's weird that you instantly got offended. But no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying in certain situations, yes. <laughs> you do so much for me. Bring me out of my shell. Push me to be a better person. You lift me up when I'm feeling down. <laughs> I'd be nothing without you. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you wanted to right. hear? Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, no, 100%. I can say things that are borderline sometimes, but you just, boop, over the edge. No, <laughs> You're like, what Abby means is. No, I, think, <laughs> I think you have a better way. I think you <laughs> present it better. Yeah. But if you're really strongly feeling something, yeah, something, don't something yeah you're just like, fucking yeah. hell, I'm going to say it how yeah, it comes Yeah, but then out. sometimes don't you think, like, People someone should be more like to that, tell you that. 100%. And also, like, I do think that if I was that person and I was being that silly, yeah, someone would need to tell me to. Yeah. And like, I feel like I've been brought up not like that at all. My I dad's quite, my dad's like quite forward, but my mum, my mum would agree with me a lot. But you time. never say anything that's unjust. You will always say something that is like you're very genuine with the things you're saying like maybe at least i feel like i can justify it at that moment. yeah exactly and you'll always if you feel like you've been out of line you'll always admit to it yeah i always have to say sorry don't i and normally the apology that i have to give to my friends 
Because I don't really say it to people that I don't know that well anyway. No, but I think that's what friendships like, are for. They're for us. We're all there to tell each other how it is. I feel I'm that the apology the that I have to give to my friends is always along the lines of, like, I'm sorry for how I said what I said, but I did actually mean it. Yeah. Like, I meant that the, the surface, like, underneath. It's only because you get carried it. away in the moment. You can't stop talking. very excited. Four, I love five it. minutes. I know. I did the same thing, then. We both do it. One more thing. One. How are we going to... We need one more to... One more how we're going to improve... Knowing how much is too much. We should meditate. I'd love to meditate. I don't. This is one. See, of the, I like meditating. This is one of the things that I said in my forty-five minutes of talking solidly. Mm. I don't think I'm spiritually intelligent enough to meditate. Yeah, you are. I meditate. No, we, no, I think you are because you. I could like last night. Mystery man said to me, "Abby, take a breath." <laughs> <laughs> you went, Abby, take a breath, please. <laughs> I was on one last night. <laughs> Um, so, no, I definitely think you can meditate. It's just finding peace in a peace. Hang on, the last two suggestions you've had, you don't need to do, and I'm not here for that. This has to be something you need no, to I, do. No, I, I like meditating. I couldn't tell you the last time I did it. Okay, fine. We'll meditate together. Okay, so what we're going to do? We're going to hold each other accountable. Yeah. What was the second one? Oh, shit. Maybe we should listen to our own podcast. <laughs> what was the second one? Oh, I know. Um, consciously take votes. And meditate. And meditate. So, so, so basically, you just do less. Sounds like, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something we're not going to do, but we'll let you know next week. Yeah. Right, let's put a question out here. Mm-hmm. If anyone replies, reply. If not, I'll put a poll out, so you have to. Um, I'm looking at the camera like I'm talking to someone. Um, I want to know what other people do. Yes, how do you draw the line? Yeah. Okay. How do you rein it in? Yeah, and this isn't for the benefit of anyone else. We need to know. We we need, we need to, to do improve. it. Yeah. I need to become whole. I've got bags under my eyes. <laughs> I've got dark circles. My mum bought me an eye cream for Christmas. <laughs> a very expensive one. That was very. So what are you saying, Bobby Karen? Brown. Oh, it's a bit close <laughs> to the mic. Bobby Brown. Oh. Bobby Brown eye cream. She went. You've been saying you got dark circles. I said, Karen, I'm just saying. You've been telling me. <laughs> I do. At least she's honest. Maybe <sighs> I learned from her. Maybe. Maybe right. I did. Anyway, well, thanks for. Thanks for coming back for season three. I know. I can't believe we've made it to season three. Do you know, when we started this pod, I really didn't think we'd make it past the first month. Oh, no, not at all. We were like Silly Billy Awards. Here we are. <laughs> three seasons And we've in. got a few fun guests. We actually do. We've got like a... I feel like we've got a good thing going on for season three now. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. It's kind of cool. It's kind of weird, kind of cool. Oh. See you here every Tuesday. Is it too much? Guess we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think it is, don't tell us. Don't we can't take it. <gasps> okay, well... Should we uh, over and out, my tiny little friend? Goodbye. What's my ending? What do I normally do? Is it that? Yeah, something like that. Over and out, my tiny friend. <laughs>